Games that put things in your butt with Path Girl. Path Girl. Path Girl, when's the last time you put something in your butt? It's been quite a while, actually. I need to do that. <laughs> quite a while in like, oh, it's been like 11 hours or quite a while no. it's been like weeks? It's been like weeks. I haven't done any anal play with with uh, with Donis lately, so I need to do that, actually. Okay. Well, you know, let's pick up the game here. I'm you don't keep your you don't keep your super anal whore uh, union card by slacking <laughs> off your anal play. Where's my union rep? <laughs> Where's your union? They'll union. shove it in my butt. <laughs> it's time to pay your dues. Oh. All right, fine. Let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. What? Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind. Recording on Zencaster, where a pee fetish isn't something you do half-hearted. You're in <laughs> or you're out. I'm Puff Girl. I am Count Boogie, and hello to all our pee-pee, zam, zombie zits, and our ever-supporting Patreon sugar zombies. Woo-hoo. This is going to be uh, a lot of different kinks mm-hmm. in this show. A lot of fun stuff. But let's get to the important things. I mean, I have I have some fun stuff to talk about. But uh, any uh, any player kink for you this week, last week, um, soon? Donis actually, uh, funny story. So Donis came over on Saturday. Uh, he had to work late Friday night, so he didn't come over till Saturday morning. So he's I love him to death because he took a nap. So we got to have some rough kinky sex before we took our nap, and then. <laughs> uh, I had said to him, like, we were planning on cooking this extravagant dinner. I'm like, I don't want to do a cheat day. I've been doing good, eat, clean eating. He goes, I have a cheat day. You'll be fine. So, you know, I pick out the whole day with him. We have sex. And then later that night when we're about to go to bed, I thought he wanted to go to bed. He's like, no, I figured, you know, you'd want to be tucked in. In other words, fucked in. I'm like, okay. Nice. Yes. Yes. So, again, some more definitely rough kinky sex since the last time we didn't get to have uh, any uh, time because we had kids over. But mm. some face slapping. Nice. Some, uh, yeah, but some uh, deep throating off. Uh, no biting. I should have had him bite me. But uh, a lot of deep throating. I was working on my deep throating skills. You know, as so. you do. And that is a skill <laughs> that you can also. I mean, you have to keep your anal play union card yes. updated. And your face fucking card. I mean, yes, there's oh, a, I love face you know, if you're oh. going to have your slut skills, you got to work them. You know, that's yes. just, I'm just saying, that's why I'm pretty much a, a fucking virgin right now. Pretty much a nun. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. But uh, at least you're upping those games. So, uh, well, here's a funny thing that goes along with that. So I told you I was having a cheat day from clean eating. So I was like, I pigged out. We had ice cream. We had like shepherd's pie for dinner. I was like, oh, I'm Jesus. like, yeah, no, like it, like I went full fucking tilt, like anything in the house. But the funny thing is, the day before, I had lost three pounds uh, because it, it's water weight. I was just severely dehydrated, and that was another reason why I'm like, yeah, I need to take a day off. I woke up the next morning. I'm like, oh, God, I ate like a pig. I probably gained back those three pounds. I hadn't gained a fucking ounce. Look at that. So Donis is now my personal trainer. <laughs> That's it. 
Just fuck a lot. I mean, exactly. how many times do we have to say that fucking burns a lot of calories? Uh, I don't think it calories. I don't think it burns as much as they say it does, uh-huh. you know, depending on what you're doing. Like if you're the one doing the the fucking and whatever, but any type of intensity where your adrenaline is going and all of your body stuff is going, obviously you're going to be burning a lot of calories and and the more you uh-huh. do, the more cardiovascular and and it is true. It's a it's a good way to. I mean, you know, people should just fuck more. That, exactly. People should have aggressive, bitey, slappy, uh, face fucky sex more often. Face. I think there should be signs on freeways. <laughs> I think there should be little offices down the sides of roads where it's like, hey, you know, if you feel a little sluggish, come on in, and we're gonna <laughs> fuck the shit out of you, and then you're gonna feel you know a little flush into your cheeks and. And uh, off you go on your day. There you go. So I what's your fun story? Well, I mean, I just, uh, I've been having some fun, you know, flirty conversations with people. I had one conversation oh. with a friend who uh, who also listens to the show. And uh, kind of a little warning, because we're going to talk about a lot of different kinks. And some of those kinks and fetishes that we're going to talk about sound real great. But they do kind of have some safety stuff that maybe yeah. in the moment you're not necessarily thinking about. So mm. she was talking about with her guy, they've been playing, they like, they made up some like, you know, kinky card game, which is fun. Okay. And, you know, it, there's a lot of kink games out there. If, if you, you know, travel around, you can learn. There's a lot of uh, fun little sex games and stuff like that. But right. they made their own, which is always fun and creative and you're into it. And, uh, but she kept turning over the butt plug card. <laughs> So and and she's old school. She's like, hey, in or out, motherfucker. Like, let's make a, you know. So she's putting it in. She's putting it out. She's putting it in. And after a while, she's like, this isn't fun anymore because, you know, what you don't think about when you're making a card game and you're all excited is, is well, what's the practicality of something going in and out and in, you know, and staying in for a while and coming out and get, so all I'm just picturing her like every three minutes. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. God pocket. Oh. Just cork, cork, cork away. And then you got a fissure. And I'm like, oh, you're going to get like fissure. And then we started joking about getting a fissure, playing a card games. And then she made up the term fissure price because that's the oh. game company, like Fisher Price. And then it starts getting into this whole thing and making up games. And I'm like, so I start thinking today, I'm like, oh, like what would Fisher Price games be? Like poop shoots and ladders. <laughs> <laughs> Just let's do bad. I'm like, I think we can leave categories alone. Oh. Just leave it. Just don't touch. Just leave that. I don't think you have to change anything, but just maybe nope. leave that over there. But uh, yeah, so so if you're going to make up a game, always try to go, how many times are things going in and out of an orifice? And are you going to hurt somebody? And it's not going to be a fun game anymore. So yeah. maybe just have that card be like, good for one use. And then it goes into a separate <laughs> pile, you know, like face punching, you know, just so you can only do that so many times. True, true. Only so many times. 
Should you pet it? Should you wet it? What's the proper way to get it? We don't want you to regret it. So we answer stuff from Reddit. So while I was scrolling through Reddit, I found an interesting list or an interesting discussion on what is the most unusual fetishes that you've ever heard of or ever were into. And it was a very long and extensive list. And some of these I have never heard of before. So I figured it might be something to kind of bring to the show and see if uh, anybody out there has heard of this or is interested in this or somebody might go, Oh my God, I think I got a new fetish. (laughs) I think it was kind of cool. Some of them are a little, you know, like we've talked about some of these on the show, but I think it's always good to go through some of these and what have we done? What are we curious about? And then Mm -hmm. of course, open that perverted podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear what you're thinking about and what things you're into, but uh, go ahead and run down some of the ones you looked up. Okay, so the first one is they called it pickling or soaking, where ah. a guy will. Pu- uh, I've never heard of this. Apparently, you said, but uh, putting a penis inside of a vagina and just letting it sit there as long as you as you can and not moving it, not, not having sex, just doing anything. So it's like a <laughs> tease denial, but it's also like, and there are some people in the comments that talk about this. Like these are some of those like religious loopholes, like certain. Uh, groups of Mormons, you know, Mormon teenagers are like, oh, if you don't actually fuck, fornication is the act of going in and out. So mm. if you just put it in, you know, you're just it's a loophole. So you can still put it in or do anal, but you yeah. can't fuck. And then it's like, well, nobody can move. Is it a sin if she fucking uses her kegels or like like what? You what know, if somebody sneezes. <laughs> what if someone sneezes and you're like, achoo, load pregnancy, sin excommunication from the church sorry god i just uh couldn't uh couldn't handle the sneeze blew my nut um but as far as you know and that's that's one thing but as far as like the tease and denial part oh god i would hate that it's a big like if you tie someone up and you stick your dick in them and then just it's like a tease and then maybe you do things and pinch nipples and you know touch a if you if you masturbate the clit then it's kind of like putting fingers inside of someone because some women right like don't want you to thrust with your fingers they just Mm. want that girth in there so and then play with their clit and then they come so that kind of blows the effect of the tease so it's just really putting it in there and then just that tension and holding and a lot of people get off on it i've heard about this quite a bit and as a tease, I can surely understand. And, uh, you know, I've done some tease in denial. I've maybe done a little bit of soaking. Um, but, of course, there's people like even uh, a famous uh, funny segment of Louis C.K., the comedian, talks about his dad teaching him like when he was like eight years old. His dad's like, I guess, uh, you know, Latin. And his dad's like, yes, you put it in the woman and you don't put it anywhere. <laughs> And then you take it out and then you put it back in and then you wait and you take it, you know, and it drives her mad. And then eventually you fuck her and she comes real easy. Uh, So it was a real funny bit. But, yeah, apparently that's something. And I would definitely suggest trying that. Obviously, you're going to get frustrated. And for for people like me, I have some issues with erectile dysfunction. So if Mm -hmm. I don't do start thrusting then my penis just goes, oh, so I'm just going to fucking just die now. (laughs) So uh, maybe with the Viagra or something, but that's a good one. There you go. All right, here's another one that some people may know about. Crushing. 
So either getting crushed mm. underfoot or crushing different body parts. Um, not my kink. I've seen some scenes with it, but uh, I know some people who especially love like having like their their breasts like stomped, like like kind of not even stomped on, but like kind of just taking a boot and just slowly pressing down on it. Sure. Just, yeah. Or I've seen obviously guys too. Yeah. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Once again, something you have to be very careful about. Yes. Because it. it Things sound hot in the moment, like especially like I've done that. Like I remember I talked about I did that with Bunny when we did boot worship. And mm-hmm. then you put your boot on the fuck on their face. You just put the fucking walk around in a dirty dungeon and then literally just fucking press their face with the boot or, uh, you know, standing on people's hands or standing on their hair, which, you know, so hair is not as, you know, not crushing. But uh, or you put that on their chest and you push down. But once again, those don't do these things like really intoxicated where you don't yes, have to, especially please. if you're the crusher where you don't have a lot of control um, and watch out for knees and joints mm. and, uh, you know, ankles and stuff like on the top of the foot's one thing. Or if they're lying face down, if you do it on the bot, you know, on the, the pad of the foot and push down. But always just know the body is not meant to take lots of weight in a small area. If you're going to yes. lay on top of somebody or you're going to put a piece of furniture on them, there's a lot of people that love crushing with furniture and they just feel super, super safe. Like literally there's people that'll just grab like one of those big recliners and just dump it on top of them and lay there with it. Wow. Um, Mew used to fucking love being crushed to where she could barely breathe. And I'm a fat guy. So she would be <laughs> like, crush me. And they just like literally just crush and then you, but you have to watch because, you yeah. know, if they pass out or whatever. So it can be a lot of fun. Have you ever done, mm. you've never done anything with that? Um, No, not really. Like I said, I've watched some crushing. I, I'm just more afraid of like, I know the anatomy of different things. So it's just like, I could imagine like things popping and bursting yeah. under this. So it's like, mm, I can't get past the medical part of it. That's just me. So yeah. Don't kneel on people's throats. We nope, learned that. Nope. Nope. We learned actually, yeah, <laughs> we you, learned you, that you, in videos from uh-huh. certain uh certain uh protests you that can crack erupted. A there. Yeah, no, you can you can kill someone. So be yes. very careful how you do it, but it is kind of fun. Yes. Uh here's another one I've heard a little bit about unbirthing or a vor fetish where it basically mm. you have the erotic desire to be consumed by or consume somebody else or another yes. another creature. Yes. Um, this goes back to a couple of times I've mentioned this um, kind of cannibal porn where people like pretend like they're turkeys or, or or different like meats and they put themselves in these fake ovens and they pretend like they're getting cooked and stuff yes. and other people devour them. It's interesting. There's people. Well, I think Enigma and I talked. Enigma brought it up that of course there's the one guy that built the oversized kitchen oh, with wow. the giant oven. It's not a real oven. But mm-hmm. it's it's I mean, it's it's enough and it just doesn't get hot. Right. Um, but it's enough that you can literally put a human in a pan and oh, shove wow. it in the oven and then close <laughs> the door. And then maybe he's got a blow dryer in there to make it mm-hmm. warm or something and then pull out. And then it's a whole you know cannibalism thing. Once again, check your head on these fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um, they are fun. Um, but yeah, if you you know, you don't because there have been, you know, cases where people are into this and mm-hmm. then they offer themselves to be eaten, murdered and eaten by somebody. Oh. Um, there was a German case. that was a number of years ago. And, uh, and the laws are pretty clear that even if you're into it, you can't 
kill and eat people. It's just a thing. I know, not to be a buzzkill. Yeah, the government's always trying to oppress you. But but some people do that, and then they'll literally lay, like, meat or something, you know, relatively Mm. cooked meat on someone and then pretend to cut off their arm and then eat the meat, you know, and hide the arm or there's a lot of stuff you can do. And once again, yeah. if that's your kink and, and you're having fun with it, then, uh, you know, do it. Yeah. Consenting adults have fun. <laughs> just, just, just don't kill, kill any yes. people. That's, yes. that's kind of, uh, along the, the lines of, uh, missing arms. There are people, uh, that we've, you know, heard of that, uh, have fetishes for amputees and this can be both good and bad. Sure. You know, because, you know, obviously you don't want to fetishize a person because of a disability, because that's kind of wrong. <laughs> Not well, the person's into that. <laughs> well, I'm going to argue that because um, mm-hmm. I'm a pig. <laughs> I don't think it's wrong to fetishize that or to have a fantasy about that. I think right. it's I think it's wrong to impose your fetish, whether it's a foot fetish, a smell fetish or any type of fetish. If you ignore the person. Mm-hmm. And you just go for the thing, and the person's like an obstacle. I think I just talked about this with Enigma on the last show. That... No, we talked about it. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. The, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean that's one thing. But if you're somebody that wants to be fetishized, and that turns you on for whatever power, humiliation, or whatever thing, then that is fine. Right. I don't have I don't have a problem with the fetish, but yeah, I I surely agree that to in impose your fetish on somebody without warning them like that was in that last show where right. she didn't tell yeah, him the, Nazi the, fetish, the, yeah. the Auschwitz mm-hmm. Nazi fetish. <laughs> um, but, uh, but if it's something that turns you on, it's what turns you on. Right. I don't. Uh, and, and of course you get, you know, there's a lot of amputee porn and stuff like that, that people like it. And, and just to get into some of the psychology Anything where you feel like you can have more power over someone because they're disabled or limited in their movements, like they can't fight back as much. There's a thing in your head that kind of it's a it's a power thing. So some people get turned on by that, even though it's unrealistic and, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But uh, and, and then there's people that are like I, you know, people with orifices that I'm like, I want, you know a fucking forearm without a hand shoved up my ass or cooch or, or I want to try to take their legs stump anally, you know, fucking, I don't know. Not my, yeah, fun boys. You know, it's your your jam. It's your jam. (laughs) I can't hate, but yeah. 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 Okay. So along the lines of that also, there's uh, things that are known as stuffing, bloating, inflation, where basically it's either one or two things, either, People get off on pumping water or air into their stomachs or anus until they have huge distended bellies. Or I've seen where people do like saline injections into different parts of their body. So that way everything gets uh, float, mm-hmm. uh, bloated and inflated. And it's fun, I'm sure. But there are also lots of health risks there. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go ahead and run down your list of risks and see if yes. – uh... Well, as as we've talked about many times in the show before, you never, never, never want to blow air into an orifice if it is absolutely possible. This includes vaginas, urethras, down somebody's stomach, because you can cause air embolisms. Yes. And what is an air embolism? An air embolism is basically an air bubble inside of a blood vessel. So obviously that can cause uh, your circulation to get cut off. Um, Yeah, it's not pretty. It's you get an air embolism that goes to your heart, you will die pretty much instantaneously. Yeah, it kills Um, people. And then 
Yes, yes. And then on top of that, obviously, blowing air up into a vagina or an anus can cause uh, ruptures of various organs. It is not pretty. And then in, as far as the injecting the saline and stuff, I mean, obviously, there's people they do it a, a slowly, but it's just sure. that skin gets stretched, that skin could burst. If, if that skin's over a vital organ, you can run into problems. So yeah, just do it with, with caution, please. Yeah, to, yeah. Learn, learn. It's not something that you would rush into. I'm not going to support the air at all. I'm just not I'm just going to say for me for perverted podcast um you do what you want you're a fucking adult but I I I just don't support that because there's those those kind of risks to it and you're going to have to show me a lot of evidence contrary to that that there's somehow a safe way because there's always those people that are like oh you just don't know how to do it the safe way please pervertedpodcast@gmail.com please send me your information of how to make blowing air inside of somebody somehow safe. And yeah. I'll change my mind. I'll come on the show. I'll say, okay, there's information I didn't know about. Not a problem. Right. I can be wrong. But as of this time, no. The saline injections are still dangerous. And you can still, like you said, come up with problems. But it's salt water. And so yeah. if you do it correctly, like I know a lot of people that do saline injections into testicles, um, you know, breast implants, giving men breasts or, you know, making bigger injections and the salt, unless you have some sort of heart issue where, you know, high blood pressure, you shouldn't have yeah. a lot of salt in your system, whatever. Um, not as dangerous as air. And a lot of people do really just, you know, they enjoy that. Uh -huh. Um, but any of those things, it, it, none of those things are things that you should do without an incredible amount of research and understanding of the physiology, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not like giving a light spanking. You yeah. can literally fucking kill someone uh, with these types of things. So just do fun. Yes. But it, I do know people that have a lot of fun with the sailing. So fuck yes. it. So on to a more fun one, wet and messy or splashing. I know you have a lot of experience with that. With oh the girls. yeah. I, I, I might be interested in doing a splashing scene, maybe like with some cake or pie or something. I've actually even seen some really cool uh, fetish photo shoots where girls like are in lingerie and they, they start with like a pie and start eating it. And then it just goes all over their body. That might be interesting. So you would be possibly into that. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to like all of a sudden, ha, 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 come in like the expert, <laughs> but I've done quite a bit of this. Yes, I and, know. And uh, on the, on the giving end. And it is, it is a lot of fun. And just like anything, like Enigma and I talked about pee play and whatever, you know, some people get really freaked out by the textures and things like that. Just go in the shower, yeah. in the bathtub and put the plug in. And like, you know, my only suggestion, you know, to not go off on this, because we have talked about splashing a lot and I've done a, mm -hmm. a lot of this, is don't mix odors. Oh, yeah. Don't do fucking sweet icing and mustard and ketchup. Oh. Don't any any of those smells are going to just amplify and multiply. And once the temperature goes to room temperature. Uh -huh. Your smell, like if you're like sandwich meats and ketchup and ice cream and, you know, it's just you're going to throw up. You're yeah. very likely it killed fauna. We killed fauna that way. Um, uh -huh. She was dead a week later after we did a splashing scene and mixed a lot of scents. And I, I know I always say that killed her, but I know that's not <laughs> what killed her. But I'm like, that's probably what killed her. Um but yeah, just don't make sense. And you can start with things that are very neutral. 
you know, like just go get some old muffin mix, you know, that's mm. just about out of date and make a bunch of muffins and then sit in the bathtub and just push them and crush them all over your skin yeah. and rub them on your parts and stuff like that. Once again, mm. don't put things inside your ass or vagina because, you know, sugar and UTIs and mm -hmm. blah, 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 stuff like that. But you can definitely have fun. And it is about the textures and, and the yeah. different feelings. And then, of course, also kind of that just being messy. It's just like, ha, 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 I'm going to be messy. And uh, as long as you think a little bit ahead before you do it on how is this going to clean up? Do I need to set down tarps and things like that? Yes. It really is a lot of fun. Yes. Okay, Unless you're now Kathy. <laughs> Because Kathy, Kathy didn't like splashing. fucking hate it, was disgusted by food play. Every time we talked about it, she was like, la, 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 la. She was not a food play person. And that's okay. Some people are really grossed out by it. And they say food is for the tummy and dick is for orifices. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, so now here's a one that I had to actually Google to see what it was mesophilia or mesophilia it's being turned on by someone who's dirty and decayed now it doesn't have to mean you know you're wanting to like you know do things with dead people but some people like are describing a homeless it as wearing, fetish like, oh, <laughs> that's what you are you're you're a mesophilia there you go uh, no you're i'm own, a recipient nobody wants oh, yeah. it well here's the thing i got on i think i even talked about it on the show maybe before I went on a homeless fetish once because I'm not fucking proud, dude. If someone wants right. to fetishize me, I'm like, hey, dude, that's fine. But the, on the FetLife group that I went on, people were into like the dirty, smelly, sour, not showered thing. And I'm like, that's disgusting. I'm not into that. I don't want to <laughs> do. And I'm like, but I am homeless. I'm mm -hmm. totally homeless. Totally live in my car. I have a toilet in my car. I am homeless. I qualify. Can I just get the fucking pussy? <laughs> and, and like, do I have to be scummy and dirty? I like to, you know, keep myself clean and baby mm -hmm. wipes. And, I, you know, I have a whole fucking regimen of insanity. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, they just totally like only one lady's like, I can't believe nobody responded to you. I don't want fucking people that smell like horrible. You know, but but some people that is really their yeah. thing. That's their yeah. gunk and funk and and uh or even just wearing like soiled clothing, not you know, not being soiled yourself, but just putting on like really dirty, disgusting and grungy clothing and, and just smelling that maybe, you know, just okay. Like a working it. man. <laughs> you got like your work I want my man to smell like a working man, like he just mm -hmm. got out, you know. Out from Radnor. I don't know why it, the only working man on earth drives a tractor and, mm. and works at a farm in, in my mind. That's what a working man is. You mm. you could literally go and work at Starbucks and your nuts probably smell quite a bit at the end of the day running around oh. that place too. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to suck your dick. I just, uh, just letting you know, some people are into it. Hey, if they're into it, have more fun. <laughs> Speaking of dead and decayed, uh, there are people that have zombie fetishes and vampire fetishes. I definitely have a vampire. I fetish. will let you oh. take this one. That's your. That's all your jam right there. It is definitely a vampire kink. It is bo literally boring, bordering on fetish. I mean, obviously the the biting. Um, I've even looked into getting blood drawing fangs for one of my partners, uh, uh, so that we can actually do that. But. Um, just even that that total control of like you know 
having a helpless submissive and just looking through my eyes and just, oh, you, you, you want to get me hot and bothered, put on any vampire movie. And I'm just like, ah, hi. but, um, yeah, I mean, just the act of the biting, the act of the, the sucking the blood and just that complete, just helplessness of like, I'm going to like drain the life out of you. Okay. <laughs> you you want to make me your willing minion? Okay. I'll just be here when you get up at night. Yeah. I'll do some stuff during the day. Oh, you just want to suck on you just want to suck on my neck all day and suck on, you know, yeah, especially when they suck on that that big juicy artery right between the thighs and oh. Oh. Oh, Jesus, that's all you, bro. Oh. <laughs> like blood play, don't like talking about blood. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, we, we completely, yeah, we, we there's there's lots of fetishes with blood. We won't even get into those. Okay, here's a weird one. Um, all right, yeah, let's There is, more. and I'm going to try to pronounce this, pr- pr- agalomatophilia. Agalomatophilia. Jesus, saying a word is the fetish. Yeah. Uh, it's being turned on by mannequins. Creepy. Creepy, but but I could see how this can apply to kink because there's a lot of people that are into dollification and posing partners as dolls. So if you don't have a willing partner, I guess you could have a mannequin to practice on. I or think, you could do a scene with a partner and a mannequin. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people are into sex dolls. And so that right. would be kind of a, you know, that's just basically the mannequin fetish where you put a vagina or, or a cock on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's that is definitely a thing. I have enough demons and hallucinations in my life. Like Ooh. I have a fucking Grover doll sitting on the shelf yes. near me right now. And every day I'm like, please don't start talking to me. Please don't start moving your fucking limbs. Please just don't. I'm like, I should put I won't put you back in the trunk because it was, all oh, you know, Grover. you yep. know, Grover in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Just cursing at me. Why do you leave me in this fucking trunk? It smells like shit in here, you motherfucker. So after two years of Grover talking shit in my head, in my trunk, I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring you in storage. Don't fuck with me. So I have some problems, kids. I have some serious problems with hallucinations and voices. And that's why I'm crazy and homeless. But God damn it. Can't do mannequins. No. Can't because they'll start talking like... Like I can dollify a person. Oh yeah, oh, you know, and then they're a person, and I've I've even shot fetish videos where I was the person when it was like limp body, where the person pretends they're like a doll, and you mm-hmm. just flop the arm and pick up an arm and stuff like that. That's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh. Did you see the movie I Am Legend? With yes. Oh, is that scene where he's yelling at the mannequin? What are you doing out here? I can just imagine you yelling at him. What are you doing out here? Oh yeah, that would be like that's it. <laughs> I'm now crazy, and that's a it's a writing that's it's like that line when you're crazy, mm-hmm. but you're not completely crazy, but you know, like one good fucking traumatic event, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, all of the stuff that's in your head is going to start manifesting itself mm-hmm. visually. And then you're done. And that's yeah. been literally since childhood mm-hmm. with the Riddler. I don't want to get dark and fucking whatever, but well, you know, no, I, Boogie's got I some issues. Touch, yeah, no, but I do have a touch of that because there's times I have certain things and stuff in my apartment that it's just basically like at night, like if I'm looking at it, I would swear it's moving. And I'm like, I'm just going to turn you the opposite way. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to move. My yeah. whole childhood because of the Riddler and because nobody 
they started me way younger in the 70s than they should have. Mm-hmm. Nobody said hallucinations were a side effect. Wow. So I my stuffed animals and I was in the dark because I they wouldn't let me leave my light on. Mm-hmm. Um, my stuffed animals crawled all over my shelves all night long and I had to pray wow. to them and beg them not to murder me in my sleep. That was my whole fucking years of my childhood. Uh, and those hallucinations kind of stayed with me, you know, once again, getting dark, fine, fuck it, whatever yes. mental okay. illness we have. Well, th- well, then we'll end on this fun one. And I'm gonna yeah, let's end on a fun one. Fuck okay, mannequins. ready? Yeah. What do you think neurotophilia is? Uh, being turned on by crazy people like Boogie? Hello, bitches. <laughs> Line up. I got enough crazy dick for all of you. I think pretty much everyone who listens to this podcast has engaged in neurotophilia at one time or another. So is that being attracted to crazy people? No, no. It's it's actually spelled uh, N-A-R-R-A-T-O. So neurado, as in like narrate. Neurado, like impenetrado. Impenetrado. Uh, But philia obviously is a fetish. But neurotophilia is the fetish for talking dirty. Oh. Oh. So there you oh, go. There's actually a I'm fetish like, for it. Oh, well, that, well duh, yeah. I've done neurotophilia. I'm, 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 a, I'm a neurotophiliac. <laughs> I love neurotophilia. I love – do you ever um, talk – like I'm the top, so I do most of the talking yeah. when I used to yeah. phone sex people. But have you ever phone sex someone where you're like the top in that? Not as the top. I've gotten like – Almost like topping from the bottom where I basically like, you know, I've said to like Don is like, fuck me harder or you, 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 you know, you call, you call that, a, you know, you call that a fuck or something or well, there's the face slapping where it's been like, you call that a slap, Ooh. you know, or just basically like, you know, he'll be like, yeah, come over here and sit on my dick. And I'm like, I don't want to. And he'll be like, oh yeah, fuck you. <laughs> You're just yeah, on my dick that, right now. You know, but it's, some- it, it, Ordering on trouble bratting, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, like, there's been Fun times bratting. I've been basically, you know, I've been just say, and now I'm going to go suck your dick until you blow your load. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> yep. That sounds good. Right that about here. Good I'm hang on a sec. Let me get a beer and put that over there. <laughs> no, he's a martini man. Actually, oh, actually I'm that, put that swishing that's... martini guy. Yes, I've actually added that to my submissive duties. I actually have a martini service. I've actually been exploring that a lot lately. Oh, that's a lot of fun. So did you watch some yes. videos and learn all the things to make a good martini so well, you can do the service? We, we played around. We, I mean, we've gone to several local bars, and he kind of decided on the recipe that he'd like. So it's some aviation gin. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. Sure. And uh, some he likes the really dirty martinis. So it was just the right amount of the uh, olive brine. And right. the olives, but uh, yeah, I found the perfect recipe, and I've gotten the shaker glasses and stuff. So now it's just basically I ask him, you know, so, you know, would you like a martini? He's like, of course. So I just, you know, usually sit there and I serve his martini to him. You know, so oh, that's sexy. Really cool. Yeah, that's hella yeah. hella sexy. That's a uh, mm-hmm. all those service fetishes and and mm-hmm. kinks are just so much fun uh, when you get into them and. You know, that's, that's awesome. That's a, well, there's been, like a there's been times he wanted to make himself a martini. There's one rule in my house that he has is he does not make coffee in my house. So now he's sure. like, he started going to the fridge and pulling stuff out. And he's like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I was going to make myself a martini. I'm like, nope, nope. Sit. That's my job. Sit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be, don't be fucking shooting the bartender, man. Bartender uh. needs to work. You got to keep, see, now you got your. Your anal play union card, your face fucking union card, and your martini service union card. Yes. Can't be knocking down the, the, the skills. 
Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of fun. This has been a great list. Yeah. This has been, I just like talking about all the different stuff people do. So to our new perverted podcast listeners, some of these, we probably should have started with this. A lot of these things are not going to be anything that you're into. But mm-hmm. the idea is, is that you get to explore your mind and don't shy away from looking into the step beyond. Like, you know, instead of just going, ew, odors, maybe ask, well, what did they get out of it? Or, ooh, mm-hmm. you know, food play or, ooh, this or that. If you go a little bit farther and you see what's the connection that people have when they do that or what are some of the reasons for it, you may not like that specific thing, but you may get an idea of your own where you would like a different version of that thing. And that's part of the creativity that we promote on Perverted Podcast and in the kink community. So uh, so be open. PervertedPodcast.gmail.com. Let us know what some of your unusual fetishes are. I love how they always say that. So, <laughs> you know, your kinks and fetishes, let us know. And we want to talk about it. Kinky world news is sometimes cool and sometimes fucked up. Let's glory hold the planet right now with Enigma. Yes, I am Enigma. I am here to suck your buttholes. Ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Enigma. <laughs> this is what we do. This is mm-hmm. how we get going into a segment. Yes, it is. And just think, last night, 12 hours ago, mm-hmm. I was having naughty, immoral, unethical sex with Mew. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was a good dream. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, then that—that's why you had to call her a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah. And well, she called me, and I'm like, "How'd you know I was fucking you in a dream?" And she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those things. It was one of those things where we were like in bed and we were mm-hmm. cuddling because we had lunch for real like a week ago. Nice. And uh, and she's like, "Oh, I'll come over to storage because she used to." And then she's all, "I'll just study while you work on stuff." And we used to do that for years. Yeah. And and I'm like, no, you can't do that. She's like, why not? And I go, because you're in a relationship. And she's like, what does that mean? And I go, storage is that's my domain. That's that's where I have a massage bed. You're going to sit on the massage bed and I haven't had sex in a long time. And I'm going to have a cute girl sitting behind me that I know how to fuck. Right. Inside and out. I know where every one of your spots is and I'm I'm supposed to pretend and get sad that I'm going to sit here with you behind me and the door closed and you're in here and I don't have anyone to fuck and I'm not supposed to want to fuck you. Right. And she's like, oh, and I go, yeah, you're in a relationship. I respect the relationship. You respect your relationship. Let's not put ourselves in that situation because it's only going to make me butthurt. Right. So let's so we went out to lunch and we went to a park and, you know, we had a nice time and we talked and it was very good. But it's just that why am I supposed to pretend that I don't want to have sex with an attractive woman just because we're not in a relationship anymore? We don't hate each other. There's no animosity. We -hmm. get along. We talk all the time. The reason we're not is because she's young and went to med school and live her life. And I'm here. This is, you know, Mm -hmm. So I think it's important. It was an important message for me 
to not pretend because a lot of times people pretend, oh, we're okay with it. It's right. fine. And then next thing you know, you're cheating on your relationship and there's drama and craziness. And that's why you shouldn't be, you know, hanging out with people that you can't stay away from. Right. So uh, I thought it was really good. But in the dream, <laughs> apparently those walls uh, came down and were there. And it was that thing where it's like, we shouldn't be here. We totally shouldn't be here. And I had this raging boner and she literally reached down and grabbed it like she used to. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, yeah, this isn't, see, we're fine. This isn't, we're not going to do anything. <laughs> and I literally grabbed her like a blow up doll. and just started fucking, fucking the hell out of her. And she's like, ah, and her teeth were chattering. And, uh, and I'm like, this was bad. We shouldn't, this was, this was bad. We just shouldn't have done this, but now we did it. Mm-hmm. So protect yourself, people. Protect yeah. yourself and don't be stupid. Don't pretend that you don't have a penis <laughs> and that people don't have sex when they hang out together. Go have lunch outside. Go to places. Go on a hike. Go somewhere public mm -hmm. and have have uh, be with people and respect them. But let's not pretend. Mm -hmm. Public service announcement. The more you know. <laughs> Did you have sex this week? <laughs> Um, uh, not this week, but I did have sex last week. Um, oh, yeah. and, uh, DNA, it was with, uh, DNI and we, we had a really nice time. Um, it was very interesting because we, we have been talking about the, di the distinction between sex and fucking, like having sex hmm. with your partner and fucking your partner. Right. And it was like, you know, when she's fucking me with a strap on, that's definitely fucking. There's definitely that's a thing. Yeah, or like when I'm like being aggressively aggressive, Domly Dom, and I'm like finger fucking her. Like, yeah, that's fucking. But like last week was very much a a very like we ha we we haven't done just like just having sex, just enjoying each other, just like mouths and hands and like no no, no accoutrement, uh, just just having a really nice time. Right. Um, and so we we kind of focused on that last week. And um, and then last night we went to a party and it was very it was very interesting because she was introducing her other partner um, isn't isn't uh, particularly kinky and has never right. really been to a dungeon. And so last night uh, we went to a, a party um, and she kind of like led him in and it was a it was a gaming party. And so she kind of like let him in and let. Uh, like played games and kind of hosted him while I went over and beat up a, another partner. So it was good, it was, good. Yeah, it was it was a very fun poly time. Um, and he ended up staying longer than than we thought he would. Um, so, you know, it was overall a, a very positive time. I think that's that's very good. So and you never know. Did so you'll get like some of the 411 on the uh, 411 people don't say that anymore. Um, <laughs> there's the information. All of our young all of our younger listeners are like, "What the fuck's 411?" Don't worry um, about it. Sorry. Never never mind. Forget it. <laughs> um the information so you'll get like uh, the after like because sometimes people come in and they're like, "I'm not into this. I'm not into this. I'm not into this." And then they start seeing it and then they're like, Oh, well that's not what I thought it was. Right. That's well, that's actually really cool. And, and it helps that, like we specifically or they they specifically did the the gaming party cuz uh, right. like that that was um cuz that they are they do a lot of tabletop game and they do gaming stuff like that. So like 
it was it was a very good like entry point and just casually having some like kink stuff happening in the background uh yeah it was it was it was a very good way to introduce them to to the scene i think that's real good and and even if that partner you know because you guys can be kinky you guys right. you know and that's the whole advantage of polly is right, that right, right. He, he that person is not pressured to be kinky right but what it also does is it is kind of important to understand what's going on with your partners and the thing they desire and i think it is important um to have that information and understand mm -hmm. what's the motivation behind it what what do you get out of it kind of thing cuz you can only think so many things in your head and you only see what you've been programmed to see right and interpret so i think it's really important in those situations and i've seen a lot of those situations in gaming parties and light parties and uh munches and things like that are a really good way to ease your partner in when they don't know what to think mm -hmm. so so bravo good i hope that works i hope that works out and and that builds better understanding and then eventually yeah he turns into a kinky fucking whore and uh <laughs> more the merrier god damn it right I, I i don't know if we'll go that far but it was definitely it was definitely a, a i think a positive a positive experience for him fantastic um, yeah fantastic well we have uh a discussion Mm -hmm. uh, about another positive experience and maybe challenge some of the issues behind self-play. There was a mm -hmm. really good article uh, that you and I both read. Mm -hmm. And and it really, a guy was like, he didn't have a partner, but he really wanted to explore kink. And he was very curious about these things. And he wanted to try some of these things. And so he was reaching out to the group to get ideas and points of view about self-play. Right. And uh, right off the bat, I want to address, before we get into the different types of self-play and, and headspace, I really want to go for the big misnomer, if I dare use that word, <laughs> that it was better than 411, that's for sure. A little um, bit. It's uh, most people look at self-play especially when you're doing like impact, not just like masturbating and dildos or things like that, but like actually getting impact play or needles or wax or things like that. They kind of look at it in a sad way, like a mm -hmm. desperate way. Like it's like, Oh, you don't have a partner. So this is like the second best option, right? That this is, a, and that puts a really negative experience on your self play. That you're like, I'm not really that into it. It's not as good as playing with a partner, blah, blah, blah. We hear that all the time. And mm -hmm. it's true if you have that headspace. If right. you're comparing self play with being with your partner, you are correct. It's a completely different type of play and there is not a you can't achieve the same type of power exchange you don't have the intimacy that you build with this other person that you don't have control of their mind it is a different type of play and of course uh for most of us that would be our preferred method of play but it doesn't make the idea of self-play not exciting not interesting and not something that's actually healthy and self-actualizing. Oh, for sure. So yeah. why don't you give you, you go first. Yeah. Well, yeah, my, my it, very much agree on that. Like, like we talk about a lot where like masturbation 
Um, just from a sexual perspective is incredibly important for people's sexual health and well-being. Um, right. it, it's, it's hard to tell a partner what you like if you don't know what you like for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just talking with somebody last night who um, they have a really hard time coming. And it was like, and with a particular partner, um, they, they, they get really, really close, but it's very hard for them to like go over, like yeah. get over that hump. And, um, and it's like, okay, well that I, my, my main recommendation is like spend some time with yourself and sure. kind of focus on what, what is it about this part, the specific partner and what they're doing to you that is different than what's been done before. And then maybe you can try to recreate that and work on that yourself. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I highly recommend doing this stuff. Like, like, the, like some of the, the, the people who, who commented, like, um, you can do bondage. There's certain like bondage tape is a really easy way to like kind of like you can like test that stuff out on your legs and see how sure. it feels. Um, uh, you can do impact play like self-flagellation is a thing. Um, is it again? Is it as exciting as having a partner do it? Eh, maybe not. But like if you if it's something you've never done before and you still want to experience the sensations, go to your local sex shop and get some get some decent um floggers or like like they say like you could just get like a nice wooden spatula from from the fucking grocery store and and see how that feels and and that can be your toy um like there there are lots of options for uh for playing with yourself um like my my main advice is just make sure you're keeping um like safety in mind so, like, if you're going to do yes. self-ties, if you're going to do self-bondage, um, somebody in here has electric play, like, keep safe. Like, that's, uh, it, it, like, it don't, don't bind up your legs so hard that you, that they start, like, turning blue. Like, if you're going to do rope play, make sure you have um, shears nearby. Um, it, well, let's it, break down. Let's, okay, I mean, okay. I, that is exactly, I wanted to go down a list. Okay. okay and, like, okay. take each one of them. You mentioned a whole bunch of things. So let's maybe break those down one at a time yep. and then get to the different safety things. Like, you started with bondage, and let's talk about, let's start with bondage because that's a lot of people like that bondage. Mm-hmm. So, just as you said, you have to, you, there, there are some definite safety concerns. Uh, immobilizing yourself. Uh, to where it's difficult for you to move in case of an emergency or fire yeah, is something that you need to be very well aware of. Putting yourself into a predicament where you could choke yourself to death, which yeah. happens uh, <laughs> Kung Fu, David Carradine, uh, you know, the, the guy yeah. from, I think, NXS. A lot of people mm-hmm. have uh, done like self-autoerotic fixation and uh, and died. So bondage has some definite safety issues but just like you said there are some things where you could put yourself in cuffs you could do one leg you could practice ties you could go on youtube and learn all sorts of ties um that are safe and fun and restrictive you can just do your legs together and leave your hands free uh which is a lot of fun i mean the idea of that bondage and being tied up is a very restrictive kind of feeling and and a lot of people desire that it actually makes them feel safe and then of course there's the you know the the idea of being taken control of by another person or Mm -hmm. being held captive and those types of things which you technically can do with yourself once again 
if you make this about your headspace, mm-hmm. because you can use the 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 evil the evil villain in your mind to capture the innocent victim in your mind, and mm-hmm. you can just have your own role play. Because how many uh, how many I do it all all day long. I I have these voices going against each other. And it can be very interesting. I've written a million songs based on it. And uh, so when you do your bondage, you can have a little element of that. You're not going to have as much as when somebody's actually taking control of you and incapacitating you completely. But you can have aspects of that. Anything you want to add to bondage? Uh, no, no, I, th- I think you hit all hit all the good points. Just, you know, like have fun with it. But, you know, keep keep the safety in mind. Keep the safety uh, and have safety scissors for sure. Did I say safety scissors? Do we say safety scissors? I I, I did I did earlier. Uh, I would okay, also good. for a lot of these like if you have a if you have a friend um, that like uh, you know maybe not is a partner but knows like ha- have a check in and be like hey I'm gonna be doing this thing for the next hour um, like message me in thirty minutes and 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 check in with me um, just yeah just I, have, just to have a safe call I'm I mean. I'm just going to go. I know people tie themselves up in predicament bondage and put themselves in bad. There have been cases of accidental fires breaking Mm -hmm. out and people burning to death in self bondage. It is a risk. Mm -hmm. It is your earthquake or, you know, something Mm -hmm. or a house break in or any number of things. So the more restrictive you make your bondage, the higher the risk. And it really is important for that type of bondage, you should have a spotter. You should have somebody there to, uh, in case something goes yeah. bad, like what happens if you have a panic attack. And I've had that, I've seen that before, um, where the person's like, get me the fuck out of this. And now you're not thinking straight. And then it, it, look, it's fun. Not telling anyone to not be an adult and, and enjoy their fucking kink. But, uh, Things can go wrong that you're not expecting. Mm-hmm. So be careful with something like that. Moving on to like impact play. You already started with floggers mm-hmm. and absolutely the the sensation, self-flagellation, doing your inner thighs, doing your legs, whipping around and getting your own butt. Um, and you don't even need, I mean, you can go and get some decent floggers online or, or in, a, in a shop mm-hmm. or you can literally, uh, I have a video on how to make a flogger for a dollar using dollar store rope right um and it it takes about a minute to to make your own flogger it's really not a very difficult thing to do and it is good to give yourself those sensations and to find out do i like things that are more stingy do i like things that are more thuddy you can find all that out on your own no for sure well floggers um like paddles like target has some really good cheese boards that are are like my one of my favorite paddles is a cheese board from target um so yes. like it, it this could also be a whole thing on doing kink for cheap like if you're just starting out sure like don't get the heavy elk flogger like get get the get the cheap one from like like we're saying from pleasure chest or from sex shop and and play around with that and find out find out if you even like the feeling of floggers because some people don't um Sure. So yeah, I I, I think yeah. Uh, again, keep safety in mind, but like I think impact play is a little easier to jump into. It's a little yeah, safer. Yeah. 
it's a little safer. You're, 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 if the house burns down, you just walk to the door and get the yeah, fuck out. Exactly. Put on some, put on some underwear. Put on some yeah. underwear yeah, if you can. But on. if not, yeah. run out, run out. Yeah, run outside naked, and be like, <laughs> yeah, I was getting freaky with myself, and I, uh, I accidentally flogged a candle into the drapes, and uh, whoops. <laughs> we we were just talking. We were just talking about that last night of like you know. You know, even in kink, like sometimes shit happens and you're just going to have to laugh about it. Like I've definitely been flogging somebody and I flogged like I came boot. I, I brought the flogger to uh, back too close to my face and it like looped in my glasses and then flung the glasses across oh, yeah. the room. Um, oh, that is. Yes, indeed. And it, we, you and I both wear glasses. Yep, yep. That is the thing. Um, and it was it was just kind of like. A, and then you have to look cool. You have to like try to look cool going and picking up your glasses off the floor while everyone's snickering. You're oh, like, yeah. yeah, I'm a douche. I, I, I'm pretty sure I just like Whatever. I just like finger gunned my partner and be like, I'll be right back. Uh- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go. But it's better if you're flogging them against like a cross because yeah. then they don't see it, and then you just put your hand on them and you just say, "Stay there and don't fucking move." And then you run over and grab your glasses and you're like, God, damn, see, see stupid. that works. And then and, and, unless I like flung the glasses in front of them. <laughs> um, and so they they were watching as I walked over. And no, you put your hand on your back and you say, <laughs> why didn't you catch them? <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. That's 10 strokes. Start counting. You can always take you can always make yourself look lame and cool at the same time. The, always. This is, this is true. Well, also, um, something that's really good, uh, that's super cheap, you can go into any hardware store and get paint sticks, like five-gallon paint sticks, and mm-hmm. uh, and that makes a nice sensation. Those big, long, they're about you know, 16 inches mm-hmm. long, 16, 18 inches long, and uh, oh my god, I've done whole play scenes with just a paint stick. So, and plus because it's longer, you can actually twist it behind yourself and get yourself on the back, the ass, the legs with it. There's a lot of different things that you can do with just a paint stick and give yourself that. Yeah. And if you want to, um, if you want to get a different sensation with those, you just glue them together. Um, and yeah, glue them together, put pennies in them. Yeah. Um, I've sprinkled glitter (laughs) on them. Uh, which is I that's my back scratch been my back scratcher for four years. I don't uh I don't beat people with it anymore. Um but yeah, you glue glitter to the top and then you cover that with like a shellac, mm-hmm. like a few layers of shellac, and then the glitter never falls off, and that's just a very abrasive yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. There's a lot of simple ways that you can find these sensations. Um if we're going in before we go on, because there's obviously we're gonna get into a few more types of, of self-play. Right. But let's go. I want to go back into the headspace a little okay. bit. You can create a play scene for yourself. Once again, using this duality in your head where you have created the side of yourself that is the dominant and then the side of yourself that is the submissive. And you can kneel. You can uh, practice your slave positions, which you can find easily online. There's a million websites that show you all sorts of slave positions and what they're for and how they're used. You can count. You can um, count the swats, count the the reasons. You can have mantras and incantations that you can do with yourself to allow yourself to get into that meditative state of submission so you can experience some of those things with yourself once again you just have to separate 
this is stupid. Yeah. The second you start putting those other voices from outside into your placing with yourself, then you've killed your own headspace. But if you can say, I'm going to explore this with myself, there's kind of a control dominant submission duality. It's kind of, it can be really powerful. You can have a great scene. You can get yourself spacey. Mm-hmm. Um, if you allow yourself to let go of that judgment. Yeah. And, and, um, and this was something that, that wasn't really brought up in the comments and I might add myself. I, for me, I think uh, for, for some of this, like maybe getting into erotic role play, like online and finding people who are interested in the same things that you're curious about and then set up like a scene right. and kind of like play that. And like you, if it's impact, like maybe, maybe you're actually flogging yourself while the person in the role play is flogging you. And maybe, um, maybe like you're playing into that or it, it could just be text, but just like getting your brain used to the mindset of now this person is in charge and doing things doing these things to me how do i feel about that um in theory and especially if you're playing with another person um you're you're getting somebody else's personality and somebody else's timing and somebody else's sure like approach and so i i think that would the, the way That's you're talking about like, like yeah it's it's playing with the mindset yeah, it's playing with the mindset. And once again, you're now talking about playing with, with another person. And so that's that energy well, there. True, and of course, true. that is the, the best. So um, back to yes. some of the different types of things people can do with themselves. Um, wax play. Mm-hmm. You can absolutely drip wax on yourself. You should absolutely learn what the right wax is. And the wrong waxes are <laughs> for that. Don't grab dinner candles unless you have really, really strong resilience to heat and pain. Um, there's a there's the candles enigma. You've bought the uh, the ones at the store, right? Yeah, the, like the the ones meant for for sexy time play. Yeah, right. Um, you can get and, and that at most sex shops. Yeah, they'll, they'll, you can they, order those yeah. online. It, it's like the same four pack of like blue, black, and red and. They right. all it's it's all the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um those can be mostly consistent. They are a, a lower and what, what Enigma and I are talking about to the preferred podcast listeners is the melting point of that wax. And that's what you have to worry about when you're gonna drip wax on yourself. If it's a hard candle mm-hmm. that can stay uh that cannot flop over in the heat, that means it has a higher melting temperature before it starts to melt. And that, of course, means that the wax is going to be a higher temperature. The wax that we're talking about uh, is a little bit softer, like those Jesus candles, the candles that are in glass. Those um, are the softer wax. That's why they put them in glass, because they won't stand up on their own in, you know, once the temperature just gets normal room temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, then of course it's called spa wax, the same wax that you put in your hands and feed in when you go to the spa and then it's good for your hands and it helps circulate, blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. do a little investigation on that, but absolutely stay away from your eyes. Be very careful of your genitals and other areas that are sensitive unless you, you know, everything build to mm-hmm. find out what you like, put it on your arms, start with it on your legs, the things that are a little more sturdy and then work into the more sensitive areas if you want, but be careful with your wax. Yeah. But like in, in that same vein, like 
Uh, one of the suggestions that, that was brought up was uh, sensation play. Like, sure. um, tr try to, uh, you know, if you're interested in maybe like dressing up a certain way, um, you can actually go and get like scraps of various types of materials, leather, latex, um, suede, whatever, and see what those materials feel on your body. Um, I know yeah. for me, like I, I enjoy leather, but like latex has never been interesting to me. Um, mm. but maybe it might be to you. Like maybe you like that, like the grip of the, the latex on the skin and, and that sort of thing. Sure. Um, and like we were talking about the, like the low cost, like you can get a really cheap Wartenberg wheel, which is a, like a, 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 it's like a little spiked wheel and run that over your body. And those, you can get that for under 20 bucks five on bucks. Amazon. Yeah, you, you can get, get yeah, five yeah. bucks on eBay. You can get a yeah. Wartenberg. It's a neurological device. If you've been to the neurologist or not, I guess, I guess it's the neurologist. I don't fucking know. But the person that actually tests your skin sensitivity and your nerve response um, it's a wheel that you run over and it's spiky specifically to create sensations. And if you push it a little harder, like we do more hard than your doctor, um, mm -hmm. then, uh, yeah, lots of sensation. And those are super cheap. Yeah. So those like, are super yeah, cheap for, for, and then like, also you're talking about wax play, the opposite end ice cubes, oh. super fucking easy to do. You just, you know, if you like, you can get like special, like if you want to try insertable stuff, like be careful with ices and orifices. But um, wet the ice do... first. Yeah. Wet the yeah. ice first. Don't mind and don't feel bad about putting lube on ice and let it yeah, melt no. inside you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like play with ice cubes, like see what that does. Like I know some people like going, going back and forth between the two sensations. Um, mm. And so like that can also be super uh, super fun. So yeah, like j just like the, the whole idea is experimenting on the cheap end of things. And then once you figure out that the, what things feel like feel exciting, then you can start investing in like the more intense stuff. And then, you know, m maybe when you figure out what you know, then you can, when you actually do find that, that community, you're able to uh, open up to that and have be like, Hey, these are the things that I'm curious about. And then with that, with that first partner, you're able to, um, you know, you're, you're, you're able to have a, have a starting point. I think it's a lot. And of course there's a million different other types of things that we could talk about. There's all sorts of types of plays, but uh, the last one I will end with is mm -hmm. gags and blindfolds, especially for headspace with yourself. Yeah. Um, blindfolds. I mean, obviously be in an open space where you're not going to stub your toe on everything and, knock your head on stuff um, and have whatever toys you're going to use within reach. Um, but putting a blindfold on yourself or putting a gag in your mouth, even if you just tie a scarf over your mouth, so it's like the horse bit. Um, you can buy cheap ball gags online. Um, mm -hmm. You know, once again, eBay, Amazon, you can get a cheap ball gag for four or five bucks uh, from China. It may take a month to get there. You, you may have to spend $12 to get it uh, in a week. But if you're right. willing to wait a couple weeks, you can get it for three bucks from China. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, put it, it'll put you in that mood, in that head space, mm -hmm. you know? So, so don't be afraid to use all of the elements around you to create that energy for yourself so that you can let go 
of that there needs to be another person because there doesn't. You need to be responsible for yourself and enjoy that play for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Figure out what you like. And then when you do find that that wonderful partner, then then you're able to have some place to start. That's right. (laughs) Doggone it. Enigma, give him some information. Give him the 411. (laughs) Get a hold of us. Well, if you'd like to find us uh, on the internets, you can find us on FetLife. There's both a group and a page. Just search Perverta Podcast. If you want to find us on Instagram, that's the main social media we're on. Um, it's uh, at Perverted Podcast as well. And if you want to send us an email, you can find us uh, at at gmail.com. Or, you know, you can find us at the local Walmart. It was, sometimes we're just wandering around in there. Love to read your letters. Hope it never stops. We're gonna read your letters on perverted mailbox. Path girl, this name, this name of this listener that has sent us an amazing perverted mailbox letter. Yay! It's not what the name means, but it what it means to me, and that's what's important when we have listeners send us emails. Is this listener's name is Volnavia. Volnavia Volnavia. Huh. Interesting. It's a sexy name. It's a sexy name. Uh But I instant, it's not what it means. But what I immediately (laughs) pictured is like Volnavia is like a planet filled with walking vulvas. Oh, just vulvas and legs. Just vulvas (laughs) with legs and maybe arms to grab. And that they will repeatedly like swallow and spit you out until they they barf vulva come into the universe. And I sent that back to her and she said, no, it's not what it means. You're a sick fuck and I'm not going to listen to your dumb show anymore. No, that's not what she said. Had a real fun list. She said, uh, happy Wednesday. It was first time, uh, long time listener, first time uh, emailer. Happy Wednesday, Count Boogie, and a relayed hello to Path Girl, Enigma, Uncle Creepy, and all the wonderful PP crew. I've been a PP listener since late 2020 and became a PP Zam just a few months back. Congratulations, perverted podcast zombie apocalypse apocalypse master, which means that you have listened to every goddamn show that we've made, minus the Patreon ones. That's a sugar zombie. I've gone through all sorts of major life changes these past three years, and I'm so grateful I've had your podcast to rely on for some laughs. Respite. What is that word? Respite? Respite? Um, I think it can be used both ways. I, th- I think it's mostly respite, but I, I don't have any idea what it means. But la- but whatever she's respiting, uh-huh. pervertedpodcastgmail.com. What the fuck does that word mean? <sighs> Make a perverted vocabulary out of it. And of course, a lot of kinky inspiration and self reflecting. Uh, then she wrote about she wrote a lot of stuff, and I, I pulled out uh-huh. the personal stuff. Uh, she works in the medical field, basically. Oh, oh. um. Uh, with all with uh, with everyone else that I'm attracted to, okay, yeah. uh, with every human that I'm attracted to, I'm currently in a monogamous relationship for almost two years now. Congratulations! He and I have a very loose, low protocol femdom power exchange. Okay. We've been gradually developing, complementary to our greater vanilla relationship. We sometimes also relax on this dynamic and just have fun exploring the different sides of each other. To wrap this up for now, I'd love to build up to coming on the show one day. Until next time, I wish you very productive and good week. Love and joy and all the good stuff. 
Volnavia. From the planet, we would love to have Volnavia. you do a listener segue uh, for us. That would be awesome. What was really awesome, and I went back and forth with her a little bit because I have no life. So it's like people always are like, I don't want to bother you. And I'm like, really bother me. I live in a fucking bush. <laughs> I have time to chat with people. <laughs> I like hearing from listeners and I like hearing about their life. She told me a lot about her life. And, mm-hmm. and it's always amazing to get to know our perverted podcast listeners. But what was real fun and I thought was super healthy for her is her approach to developing her dynamic with her guy, right? You know, Mm -hmm. she's the femdom power exchange and that she's not pushing it. She's, you know, they're learning things, they're exploring, they're feeling each other out, they're experimenting. And I think that is the healthiest way to do it is because you don't put that much pressure on it and, and and you keep it fun because a lot of people sometimes come in and they see they've read the book, they've, you know, seen the movies, they have the costume in their mind and they come in and they go, it's supposed to be like this. And then they mm-hmm. keep pushing towards that thing. And that fantasy may make a real piss poor reality. Mm-hmm. And so to just kind of come in and go, hey, this is what I'm thinking. And let's now explore, I think is a super, super healthy way to do this. Definitely. Definitely. And, and, and especially the fact that you're taking your time, you're not pushing things. Education. It's just, we, we've preached it. God knows how many times, but it's just basically go slow, explore, check in with your partners and mm, make sure good. everybody's okay. And it's okay to say no, or put something on the side and don't, you know, do a couple, th- you know, one thing at a time. You don't have to explore every single kink or fetish at once, but that is super awesome. I'm excited for them. That's pretty cool. Thank you very much for mailing in. If you would also uh, like to email us perverted podcast, gmail.com. I don't know how many times I can say it. It's nice to hear from you. It's nice to hear about your life. Any level of experience that you have is valuable because it's your experience. It's your angle and how you look at kink and how you explore with your partners. And we want to hear about that and talk about that here on Perverted Podcast. What are you doing? <laughs> I was having a moment. Oh, exciting. Were you like thrusting your chest out? Whatever. My vagina, I was pushing forward. Oh, I don't need that thought in my head. And Touch my taint, anal girl. Oh. <laughs> I keep it clean. I have baby wipes. Oh, unless, unless it's baby fresh. Uh, and that listeners with the as usual crashing up into the wall is the end of show 396 thank you so much for joining us if you have questions comments or other uh, fetishes you'd like to tell us about that you might be interested or unusual please feel free to reach out to us again at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or find us on tiktok or instagram under the name perverted podcast and both on FetLife, there is both a group and a page. You can support us for free by pushing the like button on whatever app you're listening to us on. It really does have other kingsters like you find us. So be a bratty sub and push that button. Uh, you know, you, you like- say that, but, uh, you know, or be uh-huh. an uber dominant and whip that like button. Well, there you go. It's not just because you say that. It would be a bratty sub. And, you know, someone's well, like, I'm, a not a, sub. Well, I'm, I'm not a I'm sub. A- I want to whip well, the button. Well, push it. All right. Well, people just push the fucking the button. button. Just put, thank you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you'd like to inflict more torture on us, like just like we're inflicting torture on you, 
please go to patreon.com slash perverted podcast and sign up for our five bucks if you give a fuck level to get the shows a few days early all the behind the scenes hijinks and our half peepee episodes which are always lots of fun and if you listen to all of our half peepee episodes you get to become a sugar zombie a perverted podcast sugar zombie the new honorific i love yes, that name yes yes and as, as always love and kisses to our patrons around the world where your support means the world to us path girl Yes, Buggy. It's been a great show. I've had a lot of fun. And uh, and now I'm going to play you the world's greatest worst song you've ever heard in your life. I've been meaning to write this song for a long time. And this is my horror movie spoof song. Oh, oh I wanted to hear this one. Yes, yes, yes. It is done. And uh, I, I, I really shouldn't hype it. <laughs> But it's fun. Fuck it. We'll see you guys on the next show. Bye. <laughs> oh, ow. 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 Get, get up. Get up. Okay. 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 girl when the killers are pursuing you've gotta have the luck to survive a horror movie you go where you would never go and run and trip all night but if you can make an impossibly clever trap that works you might not die i'm all alone inside a forest cabin and my cell phone isn't working her cell phone isn't working i feel an evil presence could it be the man who chopped up 20 families twice I turn around to see the door I locked is now wide open Before I can scream, someone grabs me by the throat I grab a nearby object and I knock him to the floor But I stand there while he gets up and now I'm smelling popcorn? Run! Oh my god, run! Oh yeah, I should totally run It's tough to be a girl when the killers are pursuing You've gotta have the luck to survive a horror movie You go where you would never go and run and trip all night But if you can make an impossibly clever trap that works You might not die No matter where I run and hide I find that my escape is ineffective He's coming He's coming He moves super slow but has an impeccable sense of direction Lame this ancient relic necklace that I'm wearing cursing me Every time I trip a tree branch Tries to flirt with me I met a helping stranger I felt safe we had a laugh But then a splash of blood And my new friend was cut in half Gross It's tough to be a girl When the killers are pursuing You've gotta have the luck To survive a horror movie You go where you would never go And run and trip all night But if you can make an impossibly clever trap That works You might not die Desecrated pages from a sacred book Well, I'm up here in a cabin and I'm out of toilet paper The killer wants to eat your heart to resurrect the devil He's just insecure with daddy issues God, what a hater You're going to have to run Yeah, I know that You're going to have to run Shut up, I know You're going to have to Do you have any other helpful tips for me? God, you're annoying into a church to hide but now I sense a big climactic ending I know it's up to me to find a way to bring about his day of reckoning myself I find
find a hand grenade that's been dipped in holy water. I dress up as a nun and I throw it in his head, but I forgot to pull the pin, so he grabs me and we fight. I pull it with my teeth and he blows up in many shreds. And then the sun came out and my hair looks like crap. It's tough to be a girl when the killers are pursuing. You've got to have some luck to survive a horror movie. You go where you would never go and run and trip all night. But if you can not twist, I'm pregnant with a demon. I name it Frank and kill a hundred virgins just to feed it. <laughs> you will now all worship me, the mother of Frank! <laughs> <coughs> Ooh, <laughs> that was weird. I'm totally just kidding. Or am I? Oh, 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 oh.